103.9 WRBI Batesville, Greensburg, Versailles, Brookville now presents Southeastern Indiana's top local sports show, Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza. Now, here's the Hall of Famer, Ron Raver. Good evening and welcome to Coach's Corner. Ron Raver with you here this evening. We are being delivered by Ison's Family Pizza, as you heard. We're also brought to you in part by Great Plains Communications. Farmley ETC, Garings Incorporated, Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick, George's Pharmacy Medical and Floral, Hirton Elko, and a Coalition for a Drug-Free Bake Sale. Our first guest, as normal, is uh, Gary Marmot, Oberg Academy Boys Basketball, and Coach, a big win on Saturday. Yeah, it was a very nice win, Coach. We traveled to play a really solid Triton Central team uh, over at their place, and Fairland, and uh, boy, what a beautiful facility they have, and uh, we played really, really well, uh, got a little dicey down the home stretch, but uh, we were able to hold on for the victory. Tell us about the game and who played well for the Twisters. Well, it uh, started out um, in a, a ball game that we really liked. Um, we controlled the tempo. The first quarter was very low scoring. We led 7-5, to five, and in the second quarter, Things heated up quite a bit. Actually, it was like the last 90 seconds of the second quarter where both teams got really hot, and uh, we outscored them 20 to 14. They hit a shot at the buzzer, uh, so we took a 27-19 lead at the half, and they cut that lead down to one after three, and we were able to hold on to that one-point uh, victory. Um, I'll tell you, Andrew Oshling had an incredible game. He had 25 points, uh, was five of six from threes. And um, just really hit a ton of big shots for us. Had just a, a fantastic basketball game. He chipped in uh, two rebounds and three steals as well. Uh, but it was a full team effort. We had lots of guys that had big days. Uh, Nick Pollock had a great day. He had 11 rebounds, which is a, quite a performance for him. 11 rebounds, four assists, and two steals to go along with uh, two points. Nicky Hoff came in and steady as usual. Uh, he had two points for us and, and, uh, had an assist and a steal as well. Uh, Frank Mormon came in and hit a big bucket for us, um, uh, in the third quarter to really get us going and, um, uh, contributed quite a bit off the bench. Pross Mormon had a good ball game as well. Pross had five points and four assists. He had a steal and really one of the more beautiful plays of the year where, uh, we, we kind of changed up the defense after a timeout and came out and trapped and, pressured him a little bit, and he made a nice steal right in front of the bench and, and hit the ball ahead and follow up and follow up a little give-and-go two-man fast break um, that uh, really got us going in the first half. Uh, Will Freeland, steady as usual. He had six points and and uh, five rebounds, had an assist. And then finally, Abe Streeter, who just keeps getting better and better and better every week. He had... Uh, Four rebounds and uh, three steals to go along with uh, four points. So, a uh, lot of lot of people that contributed, and uh, it was a really nice team victory. I think Abe Streeter probably is getting healthy finally. Did he come off of football with an injury? Yeah, he he uh, was slow to get rolling for us and didn't start early in the year. And uh, you know, obviously being dinged up a little from football, and then. Also, uh, you factor in, there's quite a difference between the two sports. And, and there's, uh, uh, you know, a, a little bit of lag time, I think, for the football guys to get in basketball shape. Uh, basketball, kind of a 
more explosive uh, sport, probably the most explosive sport there is in terms of um, just it's not a sport where just going out and jogging for a long time will get you in shape or riding on a stationary bike. You got to be able to sprint um, and stop, change directions, jump, and do a lot of really explosive movements. And so he's finally rounded in and uh, to good shape and uh, has played really well the last month. And it's been a big, big reason why we've been playing much better lately. You got two games this week, uh, Rising Sun and Christian Academy. Tell us what you know about those two schools. Well, Rising Sun's been playing very well lately. They're a team with a great deal of quickness. They're kind of a tough blue collar type of team. Um, came, or, uh, Christian Academy is a team with more size of the two. Um, but, uh, Rising Sun, of course, is the one that draws the biggest amount of interest for us because they're also a sectional opponent. And, uh, so they, uh, they had a long stretch for, oh, I think, uh, probably two and a half weeks where they were off due to COVID protocol. And, um, that, uh, period of time, they, uh, didn't get in very many games and things like that. And, and, uh, then when they came back, they came back with a vengeance that played very well. Uh, so they're, they're going to be quite a test for us tomorrow night. God willing, we get to play. And then Christian Academy, as you said, was a, uh, a bigger of the two teams. Uh, where are they from? They're from New Albany, and uh, they were really, really good last year. Uh, had a great deal of size and um, was a team. And they're a team that's been good for all oh, about the last five years in a row. And um, they uh, are a team, as we've talked in the past, a lot of these schools that are located near uh, bigger metropolitan areas like, like Louisville, um, New Albany, Jeffersonville. They're located in New Albany. Um, they can, they, they started five seniors last year and the first two off the bench were seniors and a lot of people are saying, well, gosh, uh, uh they're really going to be down next year. Well, those teams can, can reload in different ways. They're from bigger metropolitan areas and all of a sudden they can have three or four different people uh, on their squad, and so they've, they've got some talented guys, and they will be a formidable test for sure. Coach, uh, the reserves, how'd they do on Saturday? Oh, they, they lost in a, a one-point ball game. Um, incredible comeback. Played with a lot of heart and spirit. They got down double double digits and fought all the way back and uh, really played a, a nice game against a, a good Triton Central team uh, as well. Triton Central is really a program on the rise. Their facilities are incredible. But RJV played an excellent game, and I think that Coach Walton is very, very pleased with that effort. They they uh, really were in a situation where things could have gotten away from them in the fourth quarter, but rather than uh, kind of hang their heads and things when they got down double figures, they found a way to fight their way back and were riding the game all the way to the very end. Coach, uh, anything else? Uh, you're getting to that point where you're probably looking forward to uh, a sectional draw, but you got a week or so to go before that. Right. Yeah, we're excited to see how that's going to turn out. Uh, our sectional is very, very balanced. Um, uh, Coach Feller, who they just ended their season uh, a week or so ago, and I'd wanted to congratulate him and, and our girls team. Uh, really incredible strides they made this year with such a young team, and they're going to be very, very good in the future. And I know he's going to be very excited about that and working with those guys, guys going forward. Uh, 
um, uh, but uh, uh, he was he and I were talking on Sunday, and he was commenting that he couldn't imagine a sectional in Indiana having more possible winners uh, than ours this year. It's very very balanced. The the sectional down south that has Ligoti and Bar Reeve and Orleans, they have a lot of powerhouses down there. Um, but we have top to bottom, uh, probably all seven teams have a shot to win it. That's uh, very unusual uh, as any, anywhere in the state of Indiana that all of them have a chance to win, and especially in 1A where it's hard to keep uh, a program going year in and year out. That's right. So uh, uh, it's going to be really crucial for, for everybody involved uh, to have a good draw. Last year, of course, we, we did not have a favorable draw, um, but um, we had the firepower to overcome that. Um, this year, I think every team in the sectional will be very, very, very glued to the TV and the computer to see how things turn out in sectional 60 draw. Coach, anything else before we let you go this evening? No, we look forward to talking to you next week, and hopefully we'll be talking about some games that we played. We'll have to see how things shake out. Yeah, the weather doesn't sound real good this week. I <laughs> know it does not. I think it's snowing out there right now, or a little bit, not hard yet, but I think it's starting to snow right now, so uh, we may be in well, for a long week. Good thing the ravers and the Mormons keep paying our uh, our heating bills so we can stay inside and be warm, huh? Right. Thank you. Uh, Coach, we'll see you next week. We'll talk to you then, Coach. You take care. Good enough. Uh-huh. We will be back after these words from our sponsor. You listen to Coach's Corner on WRBI 103.9 FM Dow and streaming live on Radio 104.349. We'll be right back. Cecil Eisen from Eisen's Family Pizza here. I have some news for you. The Mizza Crust Pizza is here. Mizza Crust Pizza is just that. We start with our chicken and herb or pork tenderloin as the crust, then top it just as you would a regular pizza. Our favorites are the pork Mizza Crust with the barbecue sauce, ham, and pineapple, and chicken Mizza Crust with our house-made ranch, bacon, and tomato. Mm. Order your new Mizza Crust Pizza at IsonsFamilyPizza.com, 812-933-0333, or downtown Batesville. This week's Table Talk is brought to you by the Coalition for a Drug-Free Batesville. We encourage parents to talk with their children about the new and popular thing in the marijuana community, edibles. Explain why this is a concern and how we don't know what people are giving us or what is in it. This message brought to you by the Coalition for a Drug-Free Batesville. Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza, continues from 103.9 WRBI. We're back and joining us now is Brian Helvey, uh, it's my high school girls basketball coach. And coach, I listened to your game last Friday night, and the announcers that did it said, and I listened to you after the game, your girls uh, fought to the, to the very end and uh, gave a good account on a very, very good Larsburg team. Yeah, we did. You know, it, it's real frustrating. We got after a good start, um, just the start that we wanted. Uh, we led, you know, led after the first quarter, and and then everything just kind of dried up on us. They, they ended up outscoring us twenty-one to five over those middle two quarters, and uh, shut us out in the in the third quarter. And and you know that's you just can't get down that much um, going into the fourth quarter. 
we were able to outscore them in the fourth quarter, but just uh, couldn't make up the difference. You know, uh, the third quarter, you know, actually they only scored four points defensively. You know, we did a really, really good job the entire game, and especially in that in that third quarter. Um, I think their only their only four points were um, directly off of, of turnovers, uh, pretty much at their basket. So, you know, I I was very very pleased. You know, from outside to just being disappointed with the loss. Obviously, you always hate to lose that last one. Uh, you hate to lose it for the seniors and and for everybody else for that matter because everybody puts so much time in. But uh, but overall, uh, very pleased with the growth of the of the girls. Uh, from the first time we played them to, to the end, you know, it's one of those where we, you know, we began our season at Lawrenceburg and and uh, dropped a pretty heavy deficit there, and then then we finished up against uh, them again and really did show our our growth as a team just based on the the, the point totals. Who would you like to point out that uh, had a good game for the Lady Bulldogs? Well, we you know we were much like we've been all season, um, you know, scoring. Uh, has been pretty balanced. Um, Michaela Granger finished with 10 points. Uh, Sarah Ripberger had seven and Bree Wells had six. Um, and throw in Kelly Kaiser, who was, who was, unfortunately was in foul trouble, uh, along with a couple of the girls. Um, Kelly finished with four. Catherine had four. So, uh, Bree Wells also, uh, led us in rebounding. She had eight boards. So she had a really nice game all around. Um, against against Lawrenceburg and and you know they've got a they've got a really solid post player um, and you know we're we're pretty happy with the way uh, both Bree and and Callie um, played against the the low girl and kind of we only held her to we held her to six points which um, I think says a lot for you know our effort inside when when she's a, a much taller player than what we have. Uh, Coach. Uh... Well, how much do you want to talk about uh, highlights of this season? How much you want to talk about next week, or what? what how you want to handle this? Well, I tell you what, I you know we had like I said from from the beginning of the year to the end of the year, I, I was very very happy with our growth. So we got better as we went on uh, defensively. All year we were solid. Um, you know, we started out playing man to man quite a bit early in the year, and to be honest with you, we kind of scrapped that pretty quick. Uh, when we saw how how well we played um, out of the zone, uh, primarily just a two three zone, uh, pressed a little bit at times depending on the opponent, um, but we really got very efficient with our with our two three, and um, the girls enjoyed playing. They communicated really well. So, from a defensive standpoint, you know, I, from top to bottom, I thought we were really really solid. Offensively, we kept we kept getting better. Um, Based on the number of turnovers we're dropping and, and rebounds were going up, offensive rebounding was going up. We just, uh, you know, we just struggled at times to put the ball in the basket. And a lot of those times we were getting good looks. It uh, it just doesn't always go in. And um, you know, I commend the girls. They, you know, they they shoot with a lot of confidence. And and you know, we had games where where the ball went in the basket a lot more times than it didn't. And uh, obviously, those are the games um, that we went, we were much more successful. So, you know, overall, um, you know, some of our better games um, that we played may not have resulted in victories. And and I think uh, I think the girls understood um, that you know we don't always get a win, but uh, as you keep getting better, um, good things will happen. And I'm looking forward, you know, to seeing this group. Uh, 
uh, of juniors and sophomores and even the freshmen, how they're going to develop in the spring and in the summer. And then uh, as we enter uh, next year, I think it's going to be exciting. I think we're going to turn the corner a little bit when it comes to some of those those wins that maybe we didn't get this year that were close. I think uh, I think next year that uh, that the girls will have have much more success. Coach, I know you got uh, two seniors that you're losing, and uh, uh, one of those uh, has had a problem with injuries the last uh, two years. It's always, like you said, hard to see seniors go. It is, and, and Catherine Robin and Katie Brewer have been just outstanding leaders for us. Um, you know, they're, uh, you know, Catherine obviously got to play a lot more than Katie. Uh, Katie battled, like you said, battled injuries, not just last, you know, last year, this year. Um, you know, she gave it a go for a while this year and, and, um, you know, she gave us everything that she had and, and she should be commended for that. Catherine is a four year player for us. Um, you know, she had, um, I think she ended up, uh, was, she led us this year in assists and, and, uh, charges taken. So she was doing, a lot of the dirty work that uh, maybe not everybody gets the, the glory for, but uh, you know they both had extremely good careers and, and probably were were even more instrumental and valuable, you know, during practice and with their leadership and and the example that they set for our program. Coach, uh, one more thing uh, this evening. I know that uh, the uh, junior high kids are just getting started down there, but I think there's some chance. For you to get some size out of that eighth grade group, isn't there? Yeah, the eighth grade group's got they got a nice, uh, solid core, and and you know they do have some size. I you know watching them play, and and I look out there, and they, boy, they're, they're they're taller than what we are at the at the high school level right now in a few of the spots. So so yeah, with it, they're getting going. I know that they were supposed to play tonight, and that game got canceled against uh, St. Louis, which is always is a tough one because the girls love that game. Um, hopefully, it gets rescheduled, but. Given the circumstances, I'm, I'm not too confident with that. Just with uh, the junior high schedule the way it is, it's just so cram-packed anyways, um, it's very difficult. So, yeah, we're excited to get a chance to, to watch the 7th grade and the 8th grade uh, finish out their season, and uh, hopefully with those 8th graders, uh, we'll get them into the mix soon enough. Coach, you want to come back next week and uh, talk about uh, the two seniors a little bit more and, and the girls you got coming back? Yeah, that'd be great, and I'll I'll even try to get Catherine and and Shady to come on with me if if they if you don't mind. That'd be great. I'd be uh, interested in talking to them, and uh, we'll see what happens, and we'll go from there. Very good. Thank you, Ron. I appreciate all you guys' support at WRBI and and with Coach's Corner. It's been uh, it's been a good avenue to get get the word out. Thank you so much, and we appreciate all the time you spend. We know that uh, all the things you have going and. Uh, this is the second time we've talked today, so I know you were busy all day today as well. So thank you so much, and we'll talk to you for final time this season next week. Okay, very good. Thank you, Ron. We will be back after these words from our sponsor. You listen to Coach's Corner on WRBI 103.9 FM Dallas, streaming live on WRBIRadio.com. We will be right back. 
Cecil Eisen from Eisen's Family Pizza here. I have some news for you. The Meats of Crust Pizza is here. Meats of Crust Pizza is just that. We start with our chicken and herb or pork tenderloin as the crust, then top it just as you would a regular pizza. Our favorites are the pork meats of crust with the barbecue sauce, ham, and pineapple, and chicken meats of crust with our house-made ranch, bacon, and tomato. Mm. Order your new Meats of Crust Pizza at IsonsFamilyPizza.com, 812-933-0333, or downtown Batesville. Want to make your home a more comfortable place but don't think you can afford a top brand heating and cooling system? Well, Carrier has the right solution for every budget. When you turn to Garing's, your Carrier expert will show you our best-in-class home comfort systems. Jeff or Mike will help you pick the one that best fits your home budget. From our value Price comfort series to our top-performing infinity system, Carrier and Garing's have made excellence more affordable than ever. Because in this economy, who couldn't use a little more comfort? Turn to the experts with Carrier and Garing's 316 North Main. Batesville. You are tuned to Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza at 103.9 WRBI. We are back and joining us now is P.J. Metz, North Decatur Boys Basketball. And Coach, I know since the last time we talked, uh, the Chargers have got on the winning side. And how are they doing uh, right now? Uh, yeah, the Chargers right now are sitting at 3-13. Uh, and 13. Um, Finally, they're starting to get some of our our guys who've been injured through most of January back, um, so that's been nice to get some fresh legs back for us. Uh, January was kind of a rough stretch for us. Um, well, we didn't take a lot of um, wins down the stretch. We did take a lot of significant steps forward with our development, um, our improvement on both sides of the ball, and you know, playing a kind of competition with you know the likes of of Batesville, uh, Franklin County, and some of those types of schools have uh, really set us up to have a really nice February. Uh, Coach, uh, talk about the, the young men who are leading you in the different categories at this point in time. Uh, yeah, um, statistically, um, we're being led in scoring right now with um, our sophomore forward, Lance Nobby. Um, he's averaging about 13 per game for us and really does a really nice job uh, being able to score at all three levels. Um, our, our second senior, uh, or our second leading scorer is senior Trent Gout. Um, Trent's one that we just got back here about three or four games ago, averaging almost 10 points per contest. Um, and then we've been led in rebounding by Lance Nobby, sophomore, um, Xavier Adams, and then another sophomore, Carson Farmer, averaging between five and six rebounds per game. Coach, just listening to those uh, people you're talking about, uh, you're definitely building for the future because I didn't hear too many seniors in that uh, listing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, there was a stretch there where we were starting one junior, um, three sophomores, and then a freshman point guard. So while we are taking our lumps this year, the future is definitely bright for the Chargers. Uh Coach, uh, I don't know how many conference games you played so far, but how are you doing in the conference and what do you got left on not only your conference schedule but your regular schedule as well? Yeah, um, you know, conference schedule, we, we got our first conference win here to kick off February, um, beating a really nice Waldron team um, by 13 at Waldron. That puts us at 1-4 uh, and four on the year um, with conference schedule. Um, I, I do believe within the, the MHC that – Edinburgh and South um, are both still undefeated, and they are getting ready to have, I believe, this Saturday um, the kind of the conference showdown to, to win conference. And uh, how many total ball games do you have left on your schedule before the sectional? 
right now we've got six games left. Um, we're, we're supposed to play at Milan tomorrow night, weather permitting, um, and then we'll follow that up this coming Friday and Saturday with Union County and Knightstown. Um, next week we're supposed to have a showdown with uh, East Central. That was a makeup rescheduled game. Um, and then we've got one more conference game left in southwestern Shelby, and then we will close the year out with uh, Rushville coming to play us for our senior night. Coach, uh, your younger teams, uh, how are they doing? And then, about, uh, and then how did your junior high teams finish up the season? So, unfortunately, um, COVID kind of struck us with our C team, had a lot of kids out, um, and, and they ended up, only getting to play a handful of games, but uh, our JV team picked up two wins to start February. Have played really well here as of late, getting some guys back. Um, going into our junior high, both teams had you know tremendous years, not just from a win loss standpoint, but getting to see that growth um, at both levels. Um, our seventh grade finished the season at six and five, uh, and then our eighth grade made it to the conference championship game. Um, before falling, and uh, they ended the season at 14-4. and four. Coach, I know that uh, Decatur County was one of those uh, counties that was hit hard early by the COVID, and I know what kind of deal I know they played with your practice schedule, but your games as well, and it sounds like your kids are finally getting in stride. Yes, absolutely. I, I know they're right off the get-go. They kind of shut Decatur County down for about three weeks, um, we were able to get that first week of practice in before the shutdown, and then we kind of had to hit that reset button, um, you know, once those couple weeks were up. But, you know, we are we are kind of getting everybody back at the right time to hopefully head down the stretch here in February as we head into sectional. Coach, I know that the people in uh, your area know uh, the situation this year, but uh, some of the other ones that are listening in on WRBI, uh, North Decatur had all seniors on their varsity last year, so you started basically from scratch, correct? Yes, that's correct. We had uh, we had ten seniors on the roster. Um, one of them um, was out most of the year with a torn ACL, but uh, the ten seniors were um, had a pretty good class coming up through. Uh, and you know, me coaching JV last year, I'm essentially moving up with the JV players that I had coached last year, but they are all. First-year varsity players, um, three seniors, one junior, um, and the rest are filled out by sophomores and freshmen. So, Coach, you're doing a good job with getting them uh, at that varsity level, and it's the right time of the year to do so. So best of luck the rest of the way, and thank you so much for taking your time to talk with us this evening. Absolutely. I appreciate you having me on. We will be back after these words from our sponsor. You listen to Coach's Corner on WRBI 103.9 FM Dallas streaming live on WRBIRadio.com. We will be right back. Cecil Eisen from Eisen's Family Pizza here. I have some news for you. The Meats of Crust Pizza is here. Meats of Crust Pizza is just that. We start with our chicken and herb or pork tenderloin as the crust, then top it just as you would a regular pizza. Our favorites are the pork meats of crust with the barbecue sauce, ham, and pineapple, and chicken meats of crust with our house-made ranch, bacon, and tomato. Mm. Order your new Meats of Crust Pizza at Eisen'sFamilyPizza.com, 812-933-0333, or downtown Batesville. When 
it comes to your prescriptions and medications, you want to be able to rely on someone you know and trust. And you can trust George's to fill your prescription right, deliver it to your door, and, most importantly, give you all the professional advice you need. For prescriptions you know and trust, George's Pharmacy. We are here for you. We are here for you. George's offers free delivery to Indiana, Ohio, and Kentucky. This week's Table Talk is brought to you by the Coalition for a Drug-Free Batesville. We encourage parents to talk with their children about the new and popular thing in the marijuana community, edibles. Explain why this is a concern and how we don't know what people are giving us or what is in it. This message brought to you by the Coalition for a Drug-Free Batesville. to more Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza on 103.9 WRBI. We're back and joining us now is Clint Bowman, Jackson Dub Boys basketball coach. And Coach, you ran into a couple buzzsaws this past week, didn't you? Yeah, to say the least. Uh, we uh, we had to go up to Morristown on Thursday, which was uh, a game that we had to move last minute. Uh, we had a maintenance issue with our gym. And uh, so that was supposed to be a home game. And about 2 o'clock on Thursday, we had to uh, decide we needed to drive up to Morristown and get this game in. And, uh, you know, it was a long drive in that bad weather. And, and uh, unfortunately, uh, we just weren't ready to play. You know, they came out and they guard really well. And, uh, you know, they got us down 10 pretty early. And then we really just never could get back in the game. And then uh, Saturday, we... We moved that game to Greensburg on uh, on our own account so that we could get uh, some fans in. Um, so we had a good crowd there, um, and you know we played right with them for three quarters, and it just kind of ran out of gas, and and uh, it got pretty ugly there in the fourth quarter. But you know we knew we had to shoot really well to stay with them, and and we, and we just didn't, you know, just weren't able to shoot very well, and and uh, you know you give up a few transition baskets to to them, and the next thing you know you're down 15, 20 points, and. And uh, so, yeah, two pretty rough games, and uh, we're looking forward to having a couple home games here. <laughs> Coach, otherwise, besides uh, last week, uh, the uh, Eagles have been doing pretty well since we last talked. Yeah, we've been, we were able to get uh, uh, a big win against Milan in the county tourney. Um, we had one of our better players, Caleb Simon, hurt his knee in a, in a farming accident, and so he missed the county tourney, so that was a big win for us, and and ran into one of those other bus all there in South Ripley in the championship game. And, uh, and then we, we bounced back from there and, and uh, got a win at home against Waldron. And, and uh, you know, we battled down at Lawrenceburg. It was tied going to the fourth quarter. And, you know, they just got a little lead on us and made some free throws to kind of pull away at the end. And, um, you know, and then we played really well at Oldenburg. You know, we haven't, haven't been shooting the ball like we were the uh, first month of the season. And, uh, you know, we, we shot the ball really well there at Oldenburg, and I thought maybe we got, got that out of our system, but then, you know, we came back with these last two games, and, you know, it's just it, when our team, you know, we, we got a lot of good shooters from outside, and, and we don't have a lot of inside presence. Um, so we're not, when we're not hitting from outside, it's just hard, uh, you know, we don't get a lot of easy ones inside. So, uh, hopefully we can get back on track, uh, here tomorrow night. Coach, who are your statistical leaders at this time? Well, we have, uh, we're a real balanced team. Uh, we have four guys in double figures and points. Uh, Wyatt Day is leading us. Uh, he scores about 14 a game. Caleb Simons at 13. Um, and our seniors, Cam Gales at 11 and Will Neal at 10. And, uh, so, you know, it's good to have, 
you know, four guys that on any given night, I think all four of them have scored over 20 points in at least one game. So uh, we've kind of gone by the, you know, have somebody that's a different step up every night, um, which makes it hard to uh, kind of kill one guy. And then, uh, you know, Gail and, and Simon are, are big rebounders. They're both over six a game. And, and then uh, Wyatt and, and Will Neal, they, they do really well uh, rebounding from the guard spot. They're about four and a half a game. And uh, so we've kind of been doing everything, uh, you know, as a team, uh, scoring and, and rebounding and sharing the ball. So, Coach, I know your uh, schedule in the past has been uh, conference-heavy toward the uh, end of the season. Is it that way now yet? Yeah, we, we're currently 3-0. and um, We moved one of our the Switzerland County game up. Um, we moved it up to the beginning of the season. We had an open date, and, and, and they had lost some games. And we, you know, Back then, there was so much uncertainty. We thought maybe out there just play while we can. So we've gotten three games in. We're at 3-0. South Ripley's still undefeated. So we, uh, you know, we're, we're setting up a big battle there for that last game of the season. Um, hopefully we can get through Rising Sun and Milan, which, you know, obviously are going to be tough games. And, uh, so both of us kind of control our destiny to, to win the, the conference. And, and, uh, boy, am I happy that that last game of the year is, uh, in Osgood and we don't have to go to Brazil again. So. Coach, uh, how many other games do you have left, uh, before Sexton? Yeah, we just have five games left. We play, uh, Southwestern Shelby tomorrow, which is a, a possible sexual opponent. And then uh, have the same thing on Friday. We go to Hauser. And then uh, next week we have Rising Sun and uh, Marlin, uh, two big conference games. And then the last Friday of the season we got that big matchup with South Ripley. So, um, you know, we're looking forward to having a few home games. We've, had, we've played 18 games. We've only had five home games. Um, so, And we're 5-0 and in those. So, uh, you know, it, our, our gym is a hard place for people to come play and, um, you know, if we, I uh, hope we can get some more fans in there and get the band rocking and, and, uh, you know, it's just a great atmosphere and we've, you know, we've missed that. So we've just had to have, we've had one home game since December 22nd. So, um, I think that's going to make us better and, you know, we're taking some lumps on the road, but, um, you know, we're going to have to travel, you know, up to Southwestern Shelby hopefully three times that week and, um, to win the sectional. So I think it's preparing us. Coach, how about your younger teams? How are they doing, including the junior high? How did they finish? Yeah, sure. Uh, the JV uh, is currently sitting at twelve and one. Um, they just they're really putting on some teams. Um, I had a couple juniors that, you know, in a typical year, they'd be, you know, getting you know lots of lots of minutes at the varsity level. But we got this big senior group, um, so they're they're down there, and they they've just been awesome. Ryan Wilson and and Nate Hoffman. Uh, I've been doing an awesome job, and and then our C team. We have, we only have six freshmen. We had a couple injuries, so we've had to send a couple sophomores with them, and uh, they've only lost one game. So they're I think they're at nine and one. Um, we got the um, ORVC is going to have a tournament. Uh, we were supposed to pl- start that tonight for the C team, but we're going to start tomorrow hopefully. And uh, so I'm looking forward to you know they're going to finish up their year uh, here this week, and hopefully with a couple wins. And and then our junior high, you know they had a rough. They had a rough go with this year. They ended up only getting in nine games. Um, our seventh grade was quarantined for two weeks. Uh, the eighth grade was quarantined twice. Um, we had kids in and out in between there. Um, so it was just a battle. You know, they, they, they each won a couple games. Um, you know, we play a really tough uh, middle school schedule. And, and uh, you know, there's a lot of good kids in there. I, I, I feel fortunate uh, in my position to, as a seventh grade math teacher. I, you know, I get to know all these kids before we ever talk about basketball. And 
so I know how hard workers, how how, how hard working they are, and and uh, you know basketball is pretty much life over there at Osgood. So uh, I know they're just going to continue to get better, and, and you know we're looking forward to having a summer with them and, and so forth. So a lot of good things happening. Let's hope that uh, this COVID with the vaccines out now that uh, you could get a normal summer in and uh, get those kids worked into the program as they should be. Yeah, I sure hope so. I, I, you know, I was talking to Coach Garrett a few weeks ago, and he's like, you don't even realize how much you missed by not having uh, last summer. And, and uh, you know, I really didn't understand that, but the, the longer we're going here, the, the, the more I see it. So uh, I'm really looking forward to you know, getting all the kids in the weight room and, and hopefully getting to play some different teams in the summer there in June. And, and uh, you know, we just, it, it's a, that's, a, that's a fun time too. And, and so hopefully things kind of keep trending back to normal. And, and uh, you know, next summer we can have a good time uh, getting better at basketball. Anything else tonight, Coach? No, we're just, uh, just looking forward to it. It's the end of the season here. It's just hard to believe that we're, we're getting there already. You know, I talked to the, seniors last week and you know it's just four weeks is all you got left so you know let's kind of let's uh, leave it all in the line here and hopefully finish on a strong note and, and uh, it's been so much fun to this point so I'm just hoping for a good ending for those guys because they uh they're just such good hard-working kids and and uh, so hopefully we uh have some more W's here in the future Thanks a lot, Coach, and uh, best of luck uh, to you as well. And we'll be following the Eagles on the uh, scoreboard and see how they come out. All right. I appreciate it, Mr. Ever. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. We will be back after these words from our sponsor. You listen to Coach's Corner on WRBI 103.9, FM Dow, and streaming live on WRBIRadio.com. We will be right back. Cecil Eisen from Eisen's Family Pizza here. I have some news for you. The Mizza Crust Pizza is here. Mizza Crust Pizza is just that. We start with our chicken and herb or pork tenderloin as the crust, then top it just as you would a regular pizza. Our favorites are the pork Mizza Crust with the barbecue sauce, ham, and pineapple, and chicken Mizza Crust with our house-made ranch, bacon, and tomato. Mm. Order your new Mizza Crust Pizza at IsonsFamilyPizza.com, 812-933-0333, or downtown Batesville. Keep your home connected with fast, reliable technology services from Great Plains Communications. Our high-speed internet helps you work, learn, and stream, while our home security services protect what's important to you. Enjoy your favorite shows, movies, and sporting events with cable TV service, and stay connected to family and friends with reliable phone options. All of this from a local provider with over a century of experience. Great Plains Communications. Contact us today at 866-382-4968 or etczone.com. Service and availability may vary by location. Want to make your home a more comfortable place but don't think you can afford a top brand heating and cooling system? Well, Carrier has the right solution for every budget. When you turn to Garings, your Carrier expert will show you our best-in-class home comfort systems. Jeff or Mike will help you pick the one that best fits your home budget. From our value Price comfort series to our top-performing Infinity system, Carrier and Garings have made excellence more affordable than ever. Because in this economy, who couldn't use a little more comfort? Turn to the experts with Carrier and Garings, 316 North Main Batesville. Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza, continues from 103.9 WRVI. We're back to join us now. Eric Feller, Oldberg Academy Girls Basketball Coach. And Coach, I listened to your sectional ball game, and the announcers were amazed at how well your young girls handled the uh, pressure 
of a veteran uh, Jacksonville team. I know you, you didn't come out with a win, but they were very impressed with uh, the way your young girls handled it and how hard they fought all through the ball game. Yeah, it's it's funny. I went back and watched the first quarter specifically, and I thought we played excellent. We we the first time we played them in November, we really struggled against the press. Um, we didn't even have everybody that game. We had uh, Kate Weber played pretty much the entire game that that first time, and and as a freshman, I mean, heck, what how you're expecting a freshman to go up against a 12-time defending sectional champion against their, all their different um, all of Scott's. 3,578 different types of pressures and press man defense that he has. Um, but uh, I went back and watched it, and we did nothing. Um, I mean, we did really well. We just couldn't finish. I mean, it was pretty much the name of the you – know, it's pretty much been our entire season in terms of attacking the basket, and we just can never uh, get the ball to go in. We uh, we felt really good. We, you know, had we – they went on a kind of a run toward the end of the thir- first quarter with Annabelle Williams and three, three threes, and she's a junior, um, so she'll be back next year. But um, again, when you play Jacksonville, they make you play all, all thirty-two minutes, and it's just it's mentally it can be mentally exhausting for especially a younger team, and uh, for a lesser skilled team like us, you know, consist we cannot just consistently beat that press. Um, because they do wear you out with with so many different types of defenses that that you've got to be prepared for, and quite and we had a whole week to prepare for them, and and I felt like we were prepared. Um, we just didn't execute the way we wanted to. Of course, you're talking about going up against the veteran team, and one of them is uh, Paige Letford, and I know that they're touting her as an all-state uh, ball player, and. Uh, the physical strength and the size of this young lady against uh, some of your freshmen had to take a toll. Yeah, it wasn't so much a surprise this time around. November was more of a surprise because she was just so, you know, they had never they had never faced anybody that big, that agile in the post, that crafty. She's a left-hander, and, and her biggest attribute is she plays harder than anyone you'll see on film, or at least that I've seen on film throughout the year. And, and and what it really hurt Paige kind of toward the end of the year was not having uh, Hubbard. Hubbard was hurt a lot of the year. Now, if you saw their sectional championship game, it, it really helped her out um, in the championship having Anna Hubbard back. But um, it was a great experience, and that was what I wanted to get through my freshmen, those young girls and, and sophomores, and the girls that really haven't faced them yet in a sectional setting was – we just want to get used to playing a team like that. It was a good experience for us, and, and we're going to carry out that down the road because they're obviously going to be the team to beat year in and year out. But uh, coincidentally, it wasn't this year, though, um, unfortunately for them. Coach, uh, how many young ladies did you lose off of this team, if any, and uh, how many uh, underclassmen do you have back? We lose three seniors, and coincidentally, we got working out all three are academic all states. It's a very, very intelligent group. Um, they, in fact, our entire team is a very intelligent group. We, I went back and looked at our GPAs, and we have a, we average, average a three, three nine, uh, oh GPA, and it is incredible because you should take a look at some of these classes these girls take. But, um, but our three seniors, Annalise Nobby, she transferred here actually from Greensburg after her sophomore year. I had her in my 
Um, I was the very first teacher she saw um, on the first day of school. Um, I had her in my A-push class. One of the hardest working girls you'll ever meet. Very, works very hard in the in the classroom and on the court. And Annalise, man, she could not have met a nicer girl um, than Annalise Navi. And, and we were very happy to have her. I was we were lucky to have her for two years at OA. I think she's going to Southern Indiana. At least she's trying to, um, but she has not fully decided yet. Uh, Pam Manessis, she is man. She when you watch film of her, I'm not sure. You know, I don't know for however many years I'm going to coach girls basketball. You know, in the next 20, 30 years or whatever, if I watch film of our teams, I don't know. You know, it might be where Pam might be one of the best defensive players um, I will ever have. Now. Because her hands are so good, her instincts are so good, and she just does a bunch of little things on defense that really we're going to miss a lot. Um, and not only that, just her leadership, too. I think a lot of the girls looked up to her. And last but not least is Abby Habercoast. And Abby is a girl, she's tall and lanky. She's a girl that she is very athletic, but she doesn't realize how athletic she is. And we're going to miss her this defensive efforts especially and actually on offense too she was a she was a pretty good leader for us too and a lot of girls looked up to her um so we're going to miss a little bit on defense for sure but i think um in terms of coming back we're really excited about who we have coming back um our seniors next year are going to be emma leverdine who she just needs more confidence you know we were trying to get her shoot more shoot more take it to the basket and she's going to be really good she's she will be a girl who we think can be a double-double type of girl a lot of nights. Ava Allen is a, is a very good three-point shooter. She puts in a lot of work on the court. Um, she got injured toward the end of the year, didn't really play the last few games, but she's definitely our best shooter on the team as our seniors. Now we have two um, sophomores that will be juniors, Ashley, Haver, or sorry, Ashley Boardman and Hannah Haverkos. Um, both are kind of the same type of girls. They're very active on defense, uh, very quick, have very good instincts, and they don't realize how good they are. So we're really excited about them for next year. And then freshman-wise, man, we had, uh, let's see, two, I, I was, let's see, three, uh, what, nine freshmen. So, um, but the girls that mostly played varsity, you got a trio, Ellie Ryan, Kate Weber, and Rachel Lamping. Ellie Ryan's a girl that is our, probably our most aggressive outside of Pam Manassas as a freshman, was our most aggressive offensive player, took it to the basket really well, really knows the game really well for a freshman, and she's very smart, very, very smart girl on and off the court. So we're really excited about her. Kate Weber, she's a great, you know, I don't, see when you think of like a player to compare her to, I kind of look at her as like a, Scotty Pippen type for those uh, older folks out there. She's like kind of a point forward, uh, can handle the ball as a point guard, has great instincts on defense, is very smart with the basketball, a great passer on our team. Unfortunately, she only played eight games for us because of an injury. And Rachel Lamping, I mean, you're asking a freshman to go from eighth grade to varsity and be a point guard and handle the ball all the time against that pressure. And, and Rachel, she had her moments this year. Um, she had her ups and her downs. I mean, she had a game in the sectional championship, or not sectional championship, um, in the first round against Jackson Dell, 
where she got in there and right away and took the ball to the basket in front of uh, Ledford and, and made a layup. It was, very, it was one of the most impressive plays we've had all year. And I was very excited to see. Um, so Rachel is going to be really good for us. Sadie Waxman came off the bench for us a little bit as well at the varsity level. Even Sarah Lamping helped us out a little bit. Um, Rachel's twin sister um, on offense. Lily Dennis. Lily Dennis is a, is a pretty good shooter. She doesn't realize how good she can be um, once she works at this game. But overall, Ron, I, um, we're going to miss these three seniors on defense. Um, I'm really excited about next year. I'm really I'm ready to get start get started on next year already. Um, I've the learning curve not only for the girls. You know, at the beginning of the year, I said, well, the learning curve is going to be big for them, but it's going to be even bigger for me, and it definitely was. You know, if I could go back and redo some things as a first-year coach, I would definitely um, change a lot of things up. But, you know, hindsight's always twenty twenty, and, and I definitely learned a lot. But um, I can tell you Coach Massavage and I and Coach Lampy, um, we're pretty excited about next year. Coach, I would be too because uh, I know that uh, with all the, the uh, things that happened, uh, you starting late, first of all, no summer with these girls, uh and then uh, all of the uh, quarantines and all the protocols you had to go through, uh, the way they were playing at the end of the year had to be very, very pleasing. And had, and as a uh, tribute to you and your coaching staff, and thank you so much for taking your time to come on here. I know after a very, very grueling football season to go right into basketball had to be uh, tiring for you, but uh, I thank you so much for your time and your efforts and i know they do as well and our best of luck uh in the thanks future. ron thanks we will ron, be I back at, yeah i thank you eric we will be back after these points from a sponsor you listen to coaches corner on wrbi 103.9 fl dial and streaming live on wrbiradio.com we will be right back Cecil Eisen from Eisen's Family Pizza here. I have some news for you. The Meats of Crust Pizza is here. Meats of Crust Pizza is just that. We start with our chicken and herb or pork tenderloin as the crust, then top it just as you would a regular pizza. Our favorites are the pork meats of crust with the barbecue sauce, ham, and pineapple, and chicken meats of crust with our house-made ranch, bacon, and tomato. Mm. Order your new Meats of Crust Pizza at Eisen'sFamilyPizza.com, 812-933-0333, or downtown Batesville. This is Ty Fleetwood, sales manager at Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick. I want to invite you to visit us at Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick and meet our sales, service, and parts staff. We are here to help you with all your new or pre-owned purchases as well as service and parts needs. We have Greensburg's only drive-in service lane and home of the free old changes for life with the purchase of a new vehicle. That's right, it's free with Fleetwood. Stop in from sales to service to parts to see what's new and give us an opportunity to earn your business. Thank you for shopping, Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick. You are tuned to Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza at 103.9 WRBI. We're back and joining us now is Aaron Garrett, Bates, high school boys basketball coach. And uh, Coach, uh, oh, what a difference uh, a couple of uh, shots would have made in that uh, overtime game against uh, Madison. That uh, one good win for the Bulldogs this week and one very, very uh, solid effort against a very, very good Madison team. Tell us about it. Coach, I'm curious. Do you listen to the radio or do you actually watch the, the YouTube feed? I was, I had a, uh, track, a virtual tra- track conference on Saturday. So this time I was trying to 
I was on the computer with the track conference. I was trying to listen to it. So uh, that's what I had to do this time. Gotcha. And I was just, I was just curious. Um, on that note, the YouTube, the uh, huddle camera, and that's been quite in position this year where, where it can have that live YouTube feed and, and people can watch it in real time and keep track of the Bulldogs this way in a season where they can't get to the gym like we would usually have. But no, overall a good weekend in terms of, like you said, we beat a, we beat a solid South Denver team that has, has a 500 record, but they've played some teams really, really close and just right before us had played Greensburg to, I believe, an overtime game and a favorite. That wasn't over, one. Yeah, that was an overtime game. That's what I thought. After all the game scouting, I thought it was. And if they had a friend of a one-on-one, they'd probably go ahead and win that game. But I was pleased with our guys because against South Dearborn, we I think we had a 13-point lead at half. And as much and as I told them at halftime, just with some of the firepower that South Dearborn has, and especially led by Eli Hoffman, who he's a young man as a sophomore who hit that buzzer beater to knock us out of sectional last year, and he's a junior this year, and he's going to be – I actually had a chance to see him. I got off the radio. He was in the gym. I just told him how impressed I was with his play. He's going to be a load to deal with the rest of this year and as a senior. So they came out and outscored us, put 21 points on us in the third quarter. That scores by 10, so it's a three-point game going to the fourth. I think it was Cole Warner that said as soon as we got in the locker room after the game that we'd never given up the, the lead. Once we'd gotten the lead early in the game, we'd never given it up. And that was that was pretty intuitive on his part in regards to when, those, when you had the lead. If you don't relinquish it, and, and, and the, the uh, adverse effect, when you're really down and you're trying to fight to get back in the game, and you're trying to fight to, to get the lead, and you never quite get there, then all of a sudden there's still some separation, some margin there between the, the lead you're trying to get. That's what happened against South Denver. We were able to maintain our lead, and it was a it was a good win for us. A few mistakes down at the end of the, near the, end of the game to keep it closer than it probably should have been, but we ended up getting a seven-point conference win against South Denver. And coach, we shot upwards of 65%. And, and primarily that was because we took, we worked the ball, we got better looks, and we went three of four from three. So two things are important there. We hit some threes, but we only took four of them. Um, and we, we went 14 and 21 from the free throw line. So we really did a good job of getting the ball inside or driving the basketball inside and, and finishing or getting fouled and going to the free throw line. Because so we had 21 attempts to their nine attempts. And we had, we took care of the ball. We had one more turnover than them, but we took care of it really well. And we had we had 12 assists on made field goals. So just really, really pleased with the effort against South Dearborn to get that win. They're a conference opponent. They're a sectional opponent. And, and they do. They've got, they've got firepower all over the floor in terms of their personnel. And they had several different guys score. And they're just, they're strong, they're quick, they can, they can score in bunches. And it's, as you scout a team like that, it was concerning because you have different kids that would have 20 to 20 and even 30 point games. And there's a variation of them. It's not just Eli Hoffman, for example, they could have 20 against us. There's the Willoughby kid, the Tiki kid, so on and so forth. So it was, that was a, that was definitely a good win for us and it set the stage for Saturday, which, uh, Coach Geller had the lead scout on this Madison game. He felt like that the that Luke Miller was the best player we'd seen this year, and that's that's John Miller's son, his his older son that played that coaches down in Hanover, where Wes McKinney played, and has been a very I think even his eleventh or twelfth years the is a successful coach of Hanover College, and his boy's a senior, lefty, very skilled, and was averaging a little over twenty points coming in, 
and then they have firepower over the place. They, for example, one common opponent, the, shortly after we played Lawrenceburg, got beat by Lawrenceburg, Madison beat Lawrenceburg by 50, for example. They, they played Silver Creek tough in the game leading up to our game. So, obviously, uh, worrisome. Yeah, we got a, we put a good scout in. I was even surprised we started the game just, we wanted to make them a little uncomfortable and switch between our man and zone. And we decided to on Saturday morning to go ahead and let's just go 12 three quarter court press into our, into our zone. And we really weren't, we were, we weren't going to go completely soft where we just show the 12 and we're out of it once they get in or just to slow them down and transition. But we were going to make one, per, one trap and then get back from there. But we, we kind of turned them down, turn them over earlier in the game. So we stayed with it. So the press had more effect than I, than I thought it would. And we jumped on them pretty quick. They came rolling back in the same quarter. Um, it was an even, it was a fun game to watch. I mean, if I, I even told the kids this, even with the frustration of the loss, it was a fun game to be a part of. I mean, we were tied up at 32 at the end of the half, uh, back and forth, obviously in the third and fourth to go into overtime. And then we ended up losing by the three points in overtime. And the difference in this game compared to getting a win, and this is where my frustration comes in at myself and with the guys too, and I shared that with them tonight. This is arguably maybe the best team we played. Um, and we had a chance to absolutely beat them. So the good news about that is if our guys don't have confidence now that they can play and beat anybody, they're, I don't think any of them have that idea. I think they, I think this really, Gave them confidence that we can we can play with anybody in our sectional, beat anybody in our sectional. But then we didn't get the job done. And I've had plenty of people reach out to me and say and send texts that hey, the, the guys are getting better. They play so hard, which is all true. And then I give the guys credit for that. But that's a baseline, I and mean, that's what's supposed to happen. What I want to get to is that I'm tired of losing double overtime games, overtime games, close games. We've got to get that problem solved. And as we had a film session tonight, as I showed them. Definitely some possessions we'd want back, and it was it was mixed around. It was it was with our, our three big guys that we really do rely upon, and R.J. Sam and Thomas. They just got to make some better decisions down the stretch. They do so much for us, and I get that. But then there's some things I think they learned tonight from this game. But I just told them that they can't be repeated in a sectional game for us to get a sectional championship. And they're quick learners. They've they've our whole team, and we were actually doing play like a bulldog tonight, which is sort of like a, a highlight video. So obviously we show film as coaches of things that got to be improved. Here's a mistake. You got to prove this. You got to prove that. But then also we'll put three to four games together each, each couple weeks and then show them highlights and put music to it and, and build their confidence that way. And we were actually, with how busy the season's gotten here in January, we were going through the Ripley County tourney and then the first couple games after the county tourney. You know, the guys commented in terms of, man, look how different we even played now compared to just a, a couple weeks ago. So as I've talked with you over and over this year, that this is a group that we, I believe in strongly. We're better than our record, so I'll take the blame for our record. But we're getting better and better because I have guys that aren't necessarily pure basketball players, but they get the basketball in their hands every day now as we go through practice, as we play games. You're really starting to see that come together. I've come upon some different offensive schemes that, that finally fit this personnel group that they're comfortable with. That's paying off. Defensively, they got so much better than I thought we maybe could get. So that's where I really give the kids a lot of effort. And I like how we're trending. And I'm glad the guys played well, but doggone it, I expected to walk out of there with a win Saturday as well as we played. And we gotta, we gotta continue to improve on that to make sure that happens going forward. 
Which, uh, I don't know if this is, uh, if you thought of this or not, but uh, I watch uh, college games on TV, and of course that's not like being there, but watching them on TV. I think part of the shooting problems of young kids today, especially close into the basket, these college kids are so big and so strong with their hands and upper body that uh, some of the high school kids think they could do some of those things that college kids do, and they simply aren't that strong yet. Yeah, and we're, and coach, you know how our schedule's been this year. Our schedule's been as good as I've, I've coached against in terms of top to bottom. We've always played some really good, tough teams. But what I would argue is some of the bottom teams typically on our schedule are having, are having really good years. And, and it seems like we're outsized a lot of times. We are sometimes out physical in terms of strength of the opponent. And all those, all those things come into play. And then just sheer confidence, right? The biggest credit I'll give this group of Bulldogs this year is, starting out with what the record was and how that records went for us and losing. And it's not like we're getting blown out of games. So that's the, yeah, you can't get the win. You play again, you play very tough, and you can't get the win. The fact that they've remained so coachable, they've remained with, with high confidence and, and high expectations from us as well, so I give them such compliments for that in terms of just continuing to battle and fight back, fight back, fight back. But I know, and I get it, it gets exhausting when you're, when you're going against guys that are bigger than you. And then you do have some of those misses. But all, I mean, who attends my mind is, is Cole Warner. Cole Warner missed some, just some tough layups early on in games and, and a couple of which could have had an impact on some of the outcome of the game. But the dude has just continued to work hard. He has made in this stretch of games here, not only has he hit a three about every game and shooting that much better, he's also had some athletic finishes at the rim and playing like I thought he could play coming in. It just took him a while to get there because he's, he's a new full-time varsity player this year. Um, you've got uh, Eli Pearson comes to mind. who's getting better and better every week. You've got, and our seniors aren't exempt from this, Sam on, yes, it was on Thursday. Sam comes out and has 29 points for us on just 15 shots. 29 points on 15 shots is the really efficient game. He's getting better. He's, he's not as consistent as I'd like him to be yet, but he's getting better and better. RJ is completing one of the better stretches, I think, of, of definitely this year and even his career in terms of he, he's really doing a better job now of, of seeing the floor better and anticipating when he's going to draw the defense, which he is going to be all time with him being at the top of the scouting report. And he made a, we ran a little set on Thursday night. He made a great play, attracted three guys, and he got Cole Werner at a horse shot in the, in the corner. And just all down the line in terms of how the different guys are playing and doing well. And, and Thomas continues to, he, he kind of fills the stat sheet. Now he doesn't, he never scores a bunch of points where he sticks out that way or gets, where he gets a bunch of rebounds or, or he just consistently kind of fills the stat sheet. And we're going to have more of those three. Like I started the interview with, I really challenged RJ Thomas and, and Sam tonight from a film standpoint. We've just got to get better out of them in terms of some of their decisions, especially with clock and score involved, to turn a game like Madison in from a, a tough overtime loss in a close game to, to quite frankly, we should have won that win regulation with, with being up two with a minute left in the game. And we got to continue to close those types of games out. And I'd be remiss. I, I finished the practice tonight with talking about my guys on the bench, a lot of which are seniors, that how much energy they still give us tonight was a good practice because they were in tune. They worked their rear ends off. And this, these past two games, there weren't a whole lot of men to go around. And I essentially went with Eli off the bench. 
and that was it. And then Saturday, I was wanting to give Cole Price more minutes because he's really doing some nice things in practice in those JV games. And then Sam got in foul trouble. So we had a young sophomore playing quite a few minutes in the heat of that game in the second quarter against Madison and, and represented himself very well. So I, I do think Cole will continue to get looks for us. And then there's a couple other JV guys that are continuing to play well that I'm mixing them up practice to see how they're, how they do a practice with concentration, doing what's expected. Do they work their way into the mix in terms of me putting the best Bulldog team on the floor for a, for a sectional game come March? And that may come at the expense of, of some of these guys' minutes who aren't even playing as much right now as they'd like. But as I told them tonight, so blessed as a coaching staff to have kids, even as seniors that aren't playing as much as they want, still giving it their all for the, for their, the betterment of the team, the betterment of their friends that are involved on that team. And that's just what, I mean, one aspect that makes me continue to believe we've got a, we still got a special rest of the season ahead of us. Coach, the weather cooperates. You've got two games this week, and that's with uh, Rushville and East Central. Rushville, uh, on paper, is uh, not having a good year, but I noticed the last uh, few ball games, they're staying in ball games a lot longer than they were earlier in the year. Yeah, and they, they play a pretty good schedule, too, compared to, I, mean, I would even say, against our schedule. And they they had a, a one of their top players from last year not decide to play this year, so that creates quite a hole in their roster. But they've got some good pieces. They've got a guard that's that can I've seen two games so far where he's put over twenty up and they got a big guy inside. Again, we'll be outsized in there, but what what it looks like on film as I dig into them, they kinda of like us earlier in the year where they are in games and then they just run out of gas, or they run out of scoring, or they run out of ball handling. Well, we're starting to correct that problem. I think they are to a degree, but even though we're going on the road, I mean, that's a game that Bulldogs should win on Thursday. So we'll prepare, we'll get the scout ready, we'll have it, we'll start going on that even tomorrow to get ready for saying that some things we'll do against Westville to try to just hit those those spots where we think they have some deficiencies in that we can create some pressure and some schemes to take advantage of that to give us a better chance to win. And then on Saturday, we turn around with an afternoon game against East Central. And East Central, they've had, Coach Desgro's done an incredible job because they have had several times now where different kids have been contact traced out of the lineup. And Rohrbacher being one of them is just a dynamic scorer. I don't know why the big fella, Collinsworth, didn't play this past Saturday, but I noticed on film he wasn't in the game on Saturday. I've not heard why that was. But I... I guess it's safe to assume that maybe something went on with contact tracing again. We're going to prepare as if he is going to play Saturday. But we took a tough loss against them at our place in December without both of those guys. And that's still probably the most frustrating loss of the season for me personally as the head coach. But I had a team like this. Couldn't get that win when they had two guys that scored collectively about 20 points each. I think at that time it was about 43 points per game between the two of them. And we still couldn't get that win. So I'm excited to play that game to see where we're at from that game in December and then try to close out with this thing with two more conference wins and then um, use that as a boost as we get ready to hit the last three games of the year before we go into the tournament play. Like you said, it's going to be a, a big what if with what this weather showing tonight and what's showing later in the week, but we will have to squeeze those games in somewhere because those, those are both our last two conference games of the year. Coach, uh, the reserves, I think they won both of their games this week. Yep, won both, played well in both, um, and and that, and they're they're a fun group to watch, and I and I love I love the energy our older guys bring during that JV game. I mean, it was awesome in terms of the the 
cheering that was going on for the varsity kids, for the JV kids as that game started. And the JV kids, man, make it easy. They're they're firing from deep and hitting them. They're playing a lot harder defensively. Coach is still rotating 13 guys through there at times. And it's just fun to watch that group play. And they've rattled off. They kind of hit their lull, unfortunately, around that county tournament time where they didn't play very well. Like, in the, especially this county tournament championship game, lost a couple close games through that stretch, but have really reeled off now. A nice string of successive victories in, in, in convincing fashion. So I just, what these guys don't know that we've seen play out in previous years, because we do have a lot of juniors playing uh, JV basketball, and we need them because our sophomore class is really small in numbers. So we've always had some good fortune with juniors leading the way at JV level, getting some good wins, and then being able to use that experience and success, confidence, and next year at the varsity level. So you have, you have quite a few dynamic shooters at that level. Um, as you, as we talked earlier, people saw Cole Pride at the varsity level, some in that game Saturday in the second quarter. Cole could become a player that we quite frankly haven't had in the past when I've been here in terms of, I think he's still growing and he's, he's, I think his wingspan measured, he's about 6'4", going on 6'5", I think his wingspan measured 6'6 to 6'7". So just has really long arms that can block things and, and create havoc on the defensive end. And he has a really nice shooting touch from mid-range, from three, from turnaround in the post. And quite frankly, he's getting an opportunity for some minutes because of what I see him do with with and against Sam Vagley in practice. And Sam is strong and quick as Sam is for Cole to be able to even come close to competing against him. Because he's, he's one of those kids, Coach, he's the quintessential sophomore where he hasn't caught up with his body at all. But yet you're starting to see flashes of what's going to be there once he does catch up with his body. So I'm excited to, to see how that continues to develop this year and, and beyond. And you really see it on display in the JV games. So really pleased with, with the unselfish attitude at the JV level, with the job Coach Kirkland's doing. And, and winning always breeds winning. So with the JV guys, and Coach, I think is my bad last week. I'm not sure I talked about the freshmen last week, but they... They had a one-loss season, but unfortunately that one loss did come in a championship game of the tournament. But Coach Henderson and Coach Williams did a great job with that group. And a couple, three of those guys have come up, and, and they're starting to get some minutes in those JV games too, which is, is kind of fun to see that that preparing for the future with, with the JV team that's doing well. Coach, anything else before we let you go? Let's just hope the, uh, the weather doesn't affect us too much because, as you know, with our schedule... It is pretty back heavy, so we it'll be we'll be on an NBA schedule pretty quickly if, if we have to have moving games around. But appreciate the time on here this week and it was a good weekend for the Bulldogs. We just had to continue to find ways to get those tough wins. I think we're I think we're right there to get that done. Okay, coach, thank you so much for being with us and best of luck this week and uh be uh, tuning in for the Bulldogs. As thank usual. you, appreciate it. We will be back with a final word after this word from our sponsor, your list of coaches, Connor on WRDI 103.9, the FM dial and streaming live on WRDIRadio.com. We will be right back. Cecil Eisen from Eisen's Family Pizza here. I have some news for you. The Meats of Crust Pizza is here. Meats of Crust Pizza is just that. We start with our chicken and herb or pork tenderloin as the crust, then top it just as you would a regular pizza. Our favorites are the pork meats of crust with the barbecue sauce, ham, and pineapple, and chicken meats of crust with our house-made ranch, bacon, and tomato. Mm. Order your new Meats of Crust Pizza at EisenSFamilyPizza.com, 812-933-0333, or downtown Batesville. 
Keep your home connected with fast, reliable technology services from Great Plains Communications. Our high-speed internet helps you work, learn, and stream, while our home security services protect what's important to you. Enjoy your favorite shows, movies, and sporting events with cable TV service, and stay connected to family and friends with reliable phone options. All of this from a local provider with over a century of experience. Great Plains Communications. Contact us today at 866-382-4968 or etczone.com. Service and availability may vary by location. Most people spend 90% of their time indoors, and half of all illnesses are either caused or aggravated by poor indoor air quality. Call Hurt and Elko, your Lennox dealer. Lennox has innovative products like UV lights, air filters, and air purifiers that can help greatly reduce the pollutants in the air you and your family breathe every day. To find out more about how to improve your home's indoor air quality, call Hurt and Elko at 934-4646. Back to more Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza on 103.9 WRBI. We are back and join us, join us next week where Gary Mormon, uh, will be with us again. Uh, Aaron Garrett will be with us. Adam Wolf, East Central Wrestling. Randy Combs, Mylon, uh, Boys Basketball will be with us. And, uh, uh Brian Helby's going to be here with his, uh, senior girls. So that'll be next week. Want to thank all of you for listening in. Uh, check the website on, uh, WRBI because there's a lot of good things and a lot of great things happened over the weekend. Uh, fortunately, we're running out of time and the weather's getting bad, so we want to let John get home. So check the website for all those uh, things and all the congratulations to those winners over the weekend. I want to thank our sponsors being delivered by Ice Family Pizza, Great Plains Communication, Garings Incorporated, Fleetwood Chevrolet, Buick. Uh, George's Pharmacy Medical and Floral, Hurton Elko Coalition for Drug Free Bait. So thank all of you listening in this evening. Thank all our coaches. Thank WRBI and all our staff for helping us out. And Audrey and Andrew, good night. Join us again next time for another edition of Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza. And check out our Coach's Corner podcast archives online at wrbiradio.com from 103.9 WRBI, Batesville, Greensburg, Brookville, Versailles.